Well, hey kids, this is The Preacher and the Piano Man, a fun podcast to help kids learn and pray the Bible with their parents. My name's Tyler. I'm The Preacher. Uh, hold on, Tyler, just a second. Yeah, can I get a Big Mac, uh, McDouble, a McDrink, a McFries, uh, maybe an ice cream cone? Oh, your machine. Wait, Trevor, wait, are you at McDonald's? Yeah, Dairy Queen. I thought they were your, really, your, they, your favorite, your best friend. They really messed up this last week. I went every day. One time, the guy turned the blizzard upside down, and it just went all over my my khakis. And I'm just trying something else. Your total will be fifteen twenty four. All right, thanks. Yeah. So anyway, uh, my name's Trevor. Uh, I'm the piano man, uh, Tyler. Today, you're going to actually tell us some Bible stories, and I might ask some questions, uh, but at the very end, I'm going to write another song. Is that right? That's right. That's right. And you know what? I'm actually a little bit sad today, because today is our last episode of the season. Oh, no. Are we never doing this again? Well, I don't know. Should we do another season? I guess we could We could let the the kids, kids decide. Kids out there in the uh, audience, if you think we should do another season, I want you to write a letter to Northeast Christian Church and address it to the preacher and the piano man. And if we get enough snail mail, we'll make a second season. What do you think about that? I love that. That sounds great. All right. Well, um, today's podcast, to close up Genesis, is going to be on the last main character of Genesis. You guys ready for this? Joseph, 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 the dream interpreter. That sounds like a lot of fun. Let's do it. Hit the theme song. Those yummy goldfish. Cause guess what? We granted your wish. You get to hear from your bucket list. It's the preacher and the piano man. Fun and now go hand in hand. And this time it will be grand. It's the preacher and the piano man. Okay, kids, so our vocab word of the day is kind of a mouthful. Um, it's omnipresent, 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 um, no, uh, not omnipresent, omnipresent. Okay. Oh. And this is actually a character trait of somebody even more important than the president. This is a character trait of God. And basically it means that God is always present. He's omnipresent. He's always present with us. Or let me say it like this. Cause, cause rhyming helps us remember everywhere. God is there. That's what omnipresent means. In the good times, in the bad times, in the boring times, in the snoring times, ball times, mall times, all times, God's with us. Now, kids, I got, I got a question for you. I want you to think about your last week and uh, and help me out here. I want you to tell me all the times God was with you. Well, God was with me at school today. Yeah, God was with me at bedtime when I said my prayers. God was with me when I when I did the big touchdown in sports. Yeah, God was with me when I kept a crunchy Cheeto in my nose for a whole day. Yeah, God was with me when I needed to walk across the street, but my mom wasn't there, so I held his hand. Yeah, and God was with me when I snuck in the kitchen and made a sandwich with marshmallows and chocolate syrup and Doritos on it, and it was, it was so good. That's That's right, kids. You guys are so creative. Um, God is omnipresent, which means he is always present with us everywhere God is there. Which brings us to our amazing story today. Our last character we're going to cover in the book of Genesis, the story 
of Joseph. Ah, the story of Jesus' earthly father. Mm, uh, that's actually the wrong Joseph. That's that's Joseph from the New Testament. Oh, the the story of the yodeling Scotsman. Actually, that's that's not Joseph. That's Yosef. Try again. Uh, the story of the frat boy who likes to work out. No, that's that's not Joseph either. That's Brosif. Oh yeah, not not Joseph. Now this is the story of. Joseph, the dream interpreter, interpreter, interpreter. And uh, his story is super cool, but it's actually crazy long. There are some really high highs for Joe, but also some really low lows where it looks like all hope is lost and he, he's going to die. But no matter if Joseph is soaring high or if Joseph is about to die, what you'll see is that God is always with him. Okay, so the first thing you need to know about Joseph is that he was the great-grandson of Abraham. Father Abraham had many sons. That's right. That, that's what God promised Abraham. And he kept his promise because Abraham had Isaac, and Isaac had Jacob, and Jacob had Joseph. In fact, you know how many sons Jacob had in total, Trev? Yep, four and a half, plus two dogs, a parrot, and one pet rock. Um... Actually, they probably did have pet rocks back then, but no. I don't even – how do you have a half of a son? Okay, no, Trevor. Jo- Joseph was one of 12 sons. Now, here's the thing. Uh, his 10 older brothers didn't like him at all because Joseph was their dad's favorite son, kind of like Corbin's your dad's favorite son. It hurts because it's true. Now, they knew this because uh, their dad gave Joseph a really super cool coat. And um, it had many colors in it. And what put the brothers over the edge, though, was that Joseph had these really crazy dreams that he would tell them about. And okay, do you want to guess what the dreams were about? Was it like like flying unicorns, delivering tacos, eating ice cream on the beach? No. Um, these dreams were that one day his brothers would bow down to him and that he would rule over them. And his brothers just got fed up. So you know what they did to Joseph, Trev? Did they tie him to a flagpole post? Just leave him there? No. Um, did they take all of his socks and replace all the right-side ones with more left-side ones so he had to put two left-sided socks on? No, it's actually even worse, worse than that. Worse. They decided to kill him. Um, but then at the last second, they changed their mind. Instead, they sold him into slavery. And they, they stole his fancy coat. And they put animal blood on it, and they went home and they told their dad that Joseph had been killed by a wild animal. Well, I guess that's the end of Joseph then. Uh, I guess his, his dreams that one day he would rule over his brothers are probably over, right? Wrong. He ended up a slave in Egypt. But here's the thing. The Bible says in Genesis 39, 2, that the Lord was with Joseph, even in slavery. So Joseph succeeded in everything he did as he served in the home of his Egyptian master. So wait, God was with Joseph even though his own brothers betrayed him and sold him into slavery? Yep, 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 that's right. Everywhere God is there, he is always present with us. And that's not even the worst, okay? While Joseph was a slave, he was actually accused of a crime that he didn't even do, and so he got thrown into jail. But... Again, you know what the Bible says? Genesis 39, 21, it says, but the Lord was with Joseph. He was with him in the prison. And he showed Joseph his faithful 
love. Hold on, wait a minute. Are you saying that God went to jail? Actually, that's an interesting way of putting it, but yes, I am saying that because God's omnipresent. So even if we find ourselves in jail, God's there with us too. Everywhere, God is there. And um, he can still work through us even in jail. Now, while Joseph's in jail, he meets two guys there who used to work for the king of Egypt. We call him the Pharaoh. Um, He met Pharaoh's cupbearer and Pharaoh's baker. Now, Trevor, this has always been confusing to me because actually I understand why the cupbearer ends up in prison because the cupbearer was supposed to keep the king from getting poisoned and and he probably just was slacking on his job. But the baker? Like the baker's got to be one of the best jobs in all of the kingdom. You just get to make food and you get all the ingredients. Like he's the king's personal chef. How in the world did the baker end up in prison? You know, that's a great question, and one that I obviously know the answer to, but uh, I think maybe we should have some kids call into the Preacher and Piano Man phone line, see what they have to say. That's a good idea. Let's take some calls. Well, I know why the baker went to jail. It's because after one of Pharaoh's Little League games, he was supposed to bring snacks for the team, so he told the baker to go buy some, but instead of bringing cupcakes and Capri Suns, he brought orange slices, just like my mom. And so Pharaoh was like, send this fool to prison. Wow, yeah, uh, that's that could be. That could be. Let's take another one. I know why the baker went to jail. He told Pharaoh what ingredients were actually in the McRib. I, I do want to know the answer to that question. Um, you, you just, you answered this question with more questions. So we're actually not sure why they ended up in prison, but while they were there, they both had dreams. And if you remember, Joseph was a dreamer. God had actually given him the ability to interpret dreams. So he said to the cupbearer, look, I'll tell you what your dream means. It means you're going to be released from prison and you're going to get your job back serving Pharaoh. But when you do, I want you to remember me. and I want you to get me out of jail. Well, when the baker saw this go down, he was like, well, that's cool. Hey, Joseph, do me. Do my dream. Do my dream. And Joseph was like, mm, okay, but I got bad news for you. You're going to die. And you should have never served those jelly beans to Pharaoh that taste like wasabi and throw up. You should have just given him the normal ones, man, because you thought Pharaoh would laugh, but now you're going to die. So the baker was killed, but the cupbearer got out. Okay, so so immediately Joseph would get out too then. Nope. Unfortunately, the cupbearer, but he forgot. He forgot about Joseph for two years until Pharaoh had a really troubling dream. And no one could interpret it. And the cupbearer was there, and he remembered that he had promised Joseph to get him out. He was like, uh-oh. So, so they brought Joseph before Pharaoh. And... Joseph interpreted the dreams. He actually told Pharaoh, your dream means that for seven years, Egypt's going to have plenty of food, but you should store a lot of it up because for seven years after that, there's going to be famine in the land. Oh, that's not good. Famine's like when you run out of food, right? What did Pharaoh do? Well, the Bible says that Pharaoh and his leaders saw that God was with Joseph. Genesis 41, 37 says that Joseph's suggestions were well-received by Pharaoh and his officials. So Pharaoh asked his officials, can we find anyone else like this man so obviously filled with the Spirit of God? So Pharaoh listens to Joseph, and he names him second in command in all the kingdom. Man, that is awesome. 
I kind of honestly, I'm curious if I could interpret dreams myself. I want to give it maybe a shot. Why don't kids, why don't you call into the line? I might interpret some of your dreams. This is going to be great. Let's take some calls from kids. Hi, Trevor. I I dreamed the other night that my school turned into a block of stinky cheese with mustache. Well, that's pretty easy. That just means you're going to have a Gouda day at school today. (laughs) Next call. Yeah, that's not a dream. You probably should call Animal Patrol, like, right now. Next call. Hey, Trevor. I dreamed that dinosaurs took over my town, and I had to join forces with Lightning McQueen and a ladybug that knew karate to save our city from turning into refried beans. I'm pretty sure that just means you watch too much Disney+. Plus. Why don't you go do a puzzle with your brother or sister? You're actually really good at this. Thank you. I know. I found a new calling. Now, those are some crazy dreams, right? It for real. But before we before we go much further, I do have a question for you. Sure. How long was Joseph in slavery and jail before he got out? Yeah, so actually, thirteen years. Thir- from the age of seventeen to th- to thirty, the Bible tells us that he just kind of living in the shadows, man. Um, but after thirteen years, it all happens just like Joseph says in Pharaoh's dreams. Uh, Joseph's put in charge by Pharaoh. There were seven years of blessing. There were seven years of famine. And the famine reaches all the way back to where Joseph's brothers and his dad live. I mean, it's it's got, it's got ravishing the whole land. And they ran out of food. So they had to go all the way back to Egypt to ask Joseph for food? That's right. You guessed it. And I'm sure when he, like they saw him, they were like, oh, that's our brother. Oh. So this is the crazy part. They didn't recognize him. I mean, it had been 13 years, but Joseph recognized them. And man, did he struggle. Like part of him wanted to get revenge for what they did to him. But eventually, Joseph decides that instead of getting even, he would forgive his brothers. And in one of the most moving scenes in all the Bible, Joseph reveals his identity to them. Genesis 45, verse 4, Joseph says, I am Joseph, your brother whom you sold into slavery in Egypt. But don't be upset and don't be angry with yourselves for selling me to this place. It was God who sent me here ahead of you to preserve your lives. And they lived happily ever after? Well, sort of. Um, For a generation, his family was reunited. Jacob and everyone moved to Egypt. They got the food they needed and they were blessed for a time. Man, this story is so cool, though. Like, Joseph had experienced some of the most amazing things, right? He he had the gift to interpret mm-hmm. dreams. God made him the ruler of Egypt, yeah. which was great. But then he also experienced some, like, super tough things. Like, he was betrayed by his brothers. He got sold into slavery. And he ended up in jail for something he didn't even do. That's right, man. That's right. But through it all, remember, through it all, God was omnipresent. Everywhere, God was there. And kids, I want you to know that everywhere life takes you, God will always be there. If you're sad, you can pray to God and he will give you peace and comfort. If you're happy, you can praise him and tell him thank you for all he's done for you. If you're faced with a tough decision, you can ask him for advice and he will help you figure it out. Or if you're just bored, you can open his word and discover cool stories just like Joseph's. In the good times, in the bad times, 
in the boring times, in the snoring times, in the small times. In all times. In all times. He's with us. Everywhere, God is there. Now on that note, Trev, you think you got an awesome song for us today? This is number nine. The songs have been great in this season, by the way. I'm so proud of you. You got one more? Thank you. One more in you? I do have one more. All right. 30 seconds. Let me review the kids. Kids, thanks for listening today. Here's your homework. Your key truth today is omnipresent. Omnipresent means God is always present with us. Everywhere, God is there. Your memory verse today is one of my favorites. Joshua 1.9 says, This is my commandment. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Now, your prayer assignment is a creative one today. After this song is over, I want you and your parent to create a reminder that God is with you for the rest of the day. I want you to take a marker and put a little dot on the top of your hand or take a coin and put it in your pocket or tie a string around your wrist or something like that, you know, doesn't matter. And you and your parents, just think of something creative together. And for the rest of the day, every time you see that dot or that string, every time you feel the coin in your pocket, I want you to remind yourself, hey, God's with me. Everywhere, God is there. And I want you to thank him for that. Pretty cool, right? It's called practicing the presence of God. Now, uh, secret word number three for this week, Trev. What, what is it? The third word is A. USA? USA! 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 Okay, Trev. Let's hear the song. Jesus, oh, Jesus, oh, you'll never leave us, oh, God's there up on the mountains or when we are having lows God's there for us, so oh, for us, so oh, God is so for us, oh God's there God's omnipresent and what a good present that it is And my practices While I'm watching funny YouTube videos When I'm feeling lonely God's omnipresent and what a good present that is God's here now. And that's going to do it for us on The Preacher and the Piano Man. Kids, right now is your opportunity to do something creative with your parents that will help you remind yourself that God is with you at all times. Thanks again for participating with us this whole season. Hopefully there's another second season. We'll see you next time. I love you guys. uh, Send us some snail mail if you want to see... Another season. Love you. Bye.